Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. I'm just Chuck Mako today. Just regular old Chuck just, Mako. No, positive Chuck, his, uh, he's, hang, he's just hanging out. Yeah, know? no, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, Clippers drop a heartbreaker of a game two and a 127 to 121 loss to the Mavs. We're going to talk about that. For uh, most of the episode. Honestly, that's going to be most of the episode. In case you didn't know, we are Locked on Clippers, part mm-hmm. of the Locked on NBA Network. We bring you... Clippers happenings, you know, five pain, days a week. good times, yeah. you know. A lot Se- of pain. 7 a.m. You can listen to us. It's a, it's usually a fun time depending on how the Clippers are playing. 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. We're going to try to keep it fun while keeping it safe. I'm honestly not. While keeping it safe. I'm not trying here. to keep it fun at all. Uh, I'm scorching so, the earth. <laughs> this is going to be kind of a larger conversation, obviously, talking about sort of some of the adjustments that were made, things that we did not like from this, things that are possibly you know, positives that you could take away from these two games thus far. Uh, And then we're going to get into what you say Wednesday. Every single Tuesday, we put a poll out on Twitter that's at LockedOnClips. We want to know what you think about a given subject. This one was all about which Clipper, other than Kawhi or Paul George, is the most important to the team's playoff success. So we're excited to dig into that. And then if we get in, if we have time, we'll also talk some shavings, which is just kind of where we wrap up everything else. Yeah, none of that matters. Happening around the Clippers <laughs> sphere, but obviously the most important thing to talk about is this game two. So that is going to mm-hmm. be the bulk of this episode. Got to let you know this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Shout out Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of the locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we're talking sports now. We are talking the Clippers 127-121 loss to the Mavericks in game two, going down 2-0, headed back to 15,000 raucous Dallas-donians? Dallasites? Yeah. Citizens of Dallas. Um, let's get into what we liked because there was a few things that were great in this game, and one of those things was Kawhi Leonard. He was incredible. He had the he had thirty points at half. He had the most points he's ever had in a playoff game at half. He ended with forty one six four and two steals. He was great when he guarded Luca, and yet again didn't a, see enough of it. Didn't see enough of it, and yet again a Kawhi Leonard fantastic performance is wasted by this organization. By this organization. Um, Again, this is what we liked, so we're just going to keep this moving positive before we get into the other stuff. Um, You're the one getting bogged down, buddy. Absolutely. Uh, Paul George, 28, 12, and 6. Could not hit from outside, um, which is a little frustrating, but everywhere else he was great. 28, 12, and 6. We talked about this pregame. If Kawhi and PG are combining for 50, the team should be able to get some other help. Yeah. And win, and win it. If they're combining for 60? You would think. Um... A nice wrinkle in this was Terrence Mann. Yes, absolutely. One of the few... Uh, look, this to me was the game of Ty Lue adjustments, and I feel like this was the one positive one that we saw. Uh, yeah. It almost the, felt like a one-off adjustment, which yeah. was kind of frustrating. Like It almost felt Ty Lue was like, let's try Terrence. Yeah. And it worked out great. Yeah. So, I mean, thankfully we're going to see him more, but like... That is a really positive one to have had, though. Very true. That is a very good point. Um, we are going to see more Terrence Mann uh, in this series. He had 
eight and five in 15 minutes, three of his boards were offensive, which were, I mean, his ability to get to the rim, like it was so needed in this game. He had also like a, an Andre Drummond-esque like double tip in. Oh yeah, point, I think two of them nice. came from one play for sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, the team shot 39% from three. That's a fun time. Yes. You know, um, Kawhi four of seven. Reggie, three of eight, and it was really the only good things he did despite getting 30 minutes of playing time. Batum, two of three. Yeah. Only played 18 minutes, which I think a lot of Clippers fans are upset about. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Um, And a a point of emphasis in this game was that we wanted to attack the paint. Tyloo talked about that pregame, and the team really did, right? Like, Paul George was aggressive in the beginning. The paint touches were great. Paul George was super aggressive. I I mean, like, if there's two, you know, like, shining lights from this game, it was that our stars... (laughs) Stepped up and did what they were oh, supposed they were to do. Yeah. And then the one adjustment with being Terrence Mann being added to this guard rotation, I felt was positive. You know, we'll see how that goes if 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 that trend can you know sort of can continue. For sure. Um, anything else that we liked from this game before we kind of start to rain on some of the negative? I'm personally just kind of blinded by rage and disappointment right now. Um, and we, it might be it might be an overreaction. This was a tough night. This was a such a fresher night. What did you not like in this game? I mean, I got to start with the Reggie Jackson thing. Like, yeah, look, why not? I I said coming into this game, this game to me was going to be a big kind of litmus test for Ty Lu, and I, I thought that you know this was an excellent opportunity for him to sort of flex some of those you know sort of tinkering muscles. muscles. Yeah, that that we that we thought, and the biggest one was that Reggie played. 30 minutes in this one. I mean, he played more than Rondo played last game. He ate into his time this time. Um, and sometimes he would be out there with another guard. And with two I, other guards. We saw Reggie Rondo man minutes tonight. Yeah. And, and it was I, like, what What are we doing? I, I just don't know for a team whose like greatest deficiency is at the guard spot. And that's as someone who covers this team. You know, like I like <laughs> this team. I'm not just like, I'm not just on it, you know, like unabashedly shitting on them or anything. Like, it's one of their bigger deficiencies with the guard spot. And I think playing multiple guards doesn't benefit us. And playing Reggie Jackson a bunch of minutes, I don't really see as being positive. Now, if the you only look, reason it was remotely positive was because he hit his threes. Yes. He was so bad on defense. Yes, he well, is the, not good at playoff defense. The, the thing that's hard is like you look at his bot, you look at his plus minus, and he was a net positive contributor. Uh, but that was not what I saw to the eye. No, um, he's missing guys. He's not closing that. Like, it, uh, sorry. So if this was part of the adjustment plan, this to me was a big misfire. Huge from the staff. Hundred um, percent. Step in the wrong direction. Of what you have in the notes, and I think you're totally right. It's absolutely a step. This in one's the wrong kind direction. of on tie. If this, is that if, crazy to say that that this loss is. Not mostly, but a fair amount of it is on Ty Lue. I think it's we love Ty Lue on this podcast. But. I, I think it's hundred percent fair to say. I mean, you got. I, I mean, you got near perfect performances out of Paul George and Kawhi. To be honest, I mean, I know Paul George is. You know, he only shot fourteen percent from three. You know, shooter shots come and go. You know, so like, here's the thing: he shot fourteen percent from three. Kawhi shot fifty-seven percent. Right. Yeah, so, a little offsetting wise, realistically, whatever. Um, Paul George could have been better from three for sure. But Nick Batum was as efficient as he's going to be. He had nine points on three of five shooting, two or three from deep. Like, we, uh, oh, I'm so I ju- Well, I just don't understand, though, purely from, like, a game planning or, or a strategic standpoint. Like, you're going to run out multiple guards, which is. And Luca Feast. 
we're a wing heavy team. I just don't, yes. I, I just, I can't. Com- we have the wings. I just can't, <laughs> I can't comprehend it. We got to talk about, um, is Serge still hurt? Serge is still hurt. He played five minutes in this game. Uh, he has not looked good in either of the two games. Uh, I don't know, you know, like, I still think that this team should have enough talent. Over- five minutes is wild. Five and a half, to be fair. My bad. But Less than uh, half of what he played in the first game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And then there were reports that he was out getting up shots and, like, working out post-game, and it's like, I don't care. I mean, good for Serge's health. Yeah. Fantastic for his health, but, like, the man needs run, I guess. Or, like, like we talked about pre-playoffs how there's there was no more runway. And working the like working guys back into shape in the first rounds of playoffs is kind of a nightmare in the worst possible ex- situation because <coughs> you're hoping that they get back to a better level that they were playing pre right? being hurt, yeah, which is so hard to do in the playoffs when everything changes and gets tightened up. Um, we're talking about Serge more in the next segment, but it, he, there's just no <coughs> way he's 100 percent if he's only getting five minutes. He's not 100 percent, and like the thing that's hard is from such a limited amount of time in this one. I, I can't really even tell you that more surge would have been. An he took impact. one shot. He made it five minutes. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe it was good. Um, Marcus Morris just, I don't know what's going on. The man has lost the ability to hit shots. Yeah, it's really rough. I mean, he, it's gone. he, he did shoot 40% from three. Uh, you know, he, he was taking some tougher shots. I feel like the Clippers toyed with us late in this game, right? Like this game, they kept getting it close and then, yeah. But but, so the The thing effort is another thing. We'll get into all this. We're going to talk about, (laughs) we're going to talk about the biggest reason why the Clippers are are, are not succeeding in the second segment. Um, but before that, just, uh, talk to me about this locker room app. Well, the locker room app. Which you're on, if you were on it after this uh, this Mavs Clippers game, you guys probably had a pretty fun time. We got to give a shout out to Locker Room App. It's the live audio-only sports talk platform, free to download and use. They would probably be pretty impressed with our uh, how much we took down the rage for this ad read. You can talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, if you feel like pain if you're a Clippers fan, and reacting to breaking news like the Clippers going down 0-2. Locker Room is a free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. It's awesome. You can start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors. That's just such a good time. Join in on conversations with the whole Lockdown Network and have a chance to be featured on podcasts. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Make sure you have legit Twitter, no weirdos. Follow at NBA to be notified when the room goes live. Come with your spiciest takes. Okay, so we're back and we're talking more about this game two. Uh, we're continuing sort of what we didn't like in this one. What else didn't we like from this, Chuck? The defense. <laughs> so that's the biggest the defense thing. Is, the defense is a first round exit right now. Yes. And the offense was what it was supposed to be. We shot a crazy amount percentage from three. We had 60 plus from Kawhi and Paul George. Look, Mook couldn't hit a shot. It was very frustrating. There wasn't a lot of contributions from like the outside, but still, we still allowed the Mavs. We can't stop anything. We still allowed the Mavs fifty nine percent from the floor and fifty three percent from three. They tried to give us this game with their free throw percentage. They they, they did. shot barely above half, and we still could not close this one out. At one point, I think we had eleven free throws to their one, and we were tied. Yeah, it's um. 
this defense is not playoff ready, and I honestly— no, the defense is a joke right the, now. The personnel is there. I do not know who's to blame at this point. The personnel is there when put in the right position, right? Like, I don't think the personnel is there when it's Rondo, Reggie, and Terrence Mann. That's not good defensive personnel. No, absolutely. Like, which is absolutely. so frustrating. And, and the thing um, is, is like we, Zoo was bad tonight. Like, Zoo, Zoo was terrible. Zoo was really bad tonight. We love Zoo on this podcast. For the regular season, he was great. This game specifically, whew, I hope he forgets it. Zoo was terrible. Because he was borderline unplayable in this game. And I think, I mean, that's kind of evident, right? Well, like, the other thing is, like, we heard, like, the big conversation. 21 minutes. I'm so surprised he had more minutes in this game than in game one. The big conversation was that we were going to see Kawhi more on Luka, right? Like, that's what Ty Lue said. He's like, the people are going to get what they want. <laughs> and guess what? We didn't see enough of it. We saw it, like, twice, and Kawhi looked great. The thing is, is we were too happy to just give up the switch. What is, so, I have heard the term pre-switching more in the last, I don't know, 72 hours than the other, I don't know, 1,000 hours I've been alive before that. Um, Only 1,000? I don't know how time works. Um, I talked about Brian Cullen on the episode that he was on um, before game one. Uh, LA Clippers Film was talking about it on Twitter spaces, like, this is the thing that Rondo's also good at. Like, where Rondo can kind of see these things getting worked out by the other team and can do some pre-switching stuff. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are still allowing Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo, excuse me, not Rajon Rondo, Reggie Jackson, to get switched on to Luka. Yeah. And every Clippers fan is watching it and just putting their head in their hands and saying, we know what's going to happen here. Absolutely. He's not missing the shot because of anything that defender's doing. Yes. Like, I don't get how the plan is just, let's switch. And the paint defense was a little bit better on Luka later down the stretch, but, you know, some of that, I honestly don't know if that's Clippers game plan or just a little bit of fatigue setting in. And I don't know what to make of, like, their outside shooting, right? Like, so, Chris Stapps went 3 of 4, which is a little bit of an outlier, but also not the most four. insane thing yeah, to happen. Yeah, 3 of 4 is not that insane at so all. So, he's comfortable. He also had 20 points. Um, but you look at it like, like Dorian Finney-Smith only went 1 of 4. That's a win-ish. Tim Hardaway Jr., though, 6 of 8. We're making Tim Hardaway Jr. look like the player that every Clippers fan wanted when Tim Hardaway Jr. was available to be signed. Absolutely. Which, I'm not going to get into that. But one of my things is the Mavs are hitting some crazy shots. If you're a Mavs fan, you kind of got to agree with that. But you're also destroying this defense. Yeah. But one of the reasons you're destroying this defense is because there is no uncomfortability. Yes. The Mavs are not intimidated by this defense. No, they're getting the shots they want. They have no reason to be intimidated by this defense. Absolutely not. And we're just, like like I said, we said it again, we're just wasted. We wasted a 40-point game from Kawhi Leonard. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's no real plan for guarding Luka, it feels like. Well, we're and, like in between this, like make him pass, but also make him do it himself. We're just giving him everything when we're in between those two things. We did take away his assists sure. as compared to last right. game. That is fair. Uh, we were not able to effectively slow down our scoring. And now some of that is really hard to game plan for. If he's going to hit the like, if he's going to hit step back threes at that rate, I there's I some truly, superstar shots. Like, I, I truly don't know what you're supposed to do with that. It's like with Kawhi getting 41. Like, if you're a Mavs fan, you just watch Kawhi get 41. You think some of those shots were bullshit. They went in. Welcome to our world, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like fully. I don't even that in a disrespectful way. Yeah. Like he took 13 <sighs> threes in this game and only made five. But that's still, you know, damn near 40%. He's at like 39. God damn, man. Yeah. So and where what what happens from here? Because now we're in this, we're in this area where we're down 2-0. We have we 
have to not, and that's not even hyperbole. We have to split the series in Dallas. Yeah, or it's, it's over. done. What do we look? Just a quick before we dive into this for the Wednesday episode, or for the Thursday episode. I don't even know what damn day it is. Um, like what? Like I feel like there just has to be a commitment to one strategy. It's either I'm now kind of on the train where if the Mavs role players are going to be shooting like this, like Tim Hardaway Jr. has hit something like like 45 plus percent of the threes he's taken in games one and game two. They're open though. So this, but the, here's my thing. If this is where we're at, and this is the streak that the Mavs are going to be on, which credit to the Mavs, they're hitting a hell of a stride. Um, we have to give credit where it's due. But like now it's been two games of this. So now I'm firmly on the don't leave any other Mav. Let's make Luka score 100. And honestly, if Luka puts up 65 or some weird thing, but we're actually covering other guys. That's the thing, though. Like, are we actually covering the other guys? Because I just theoretically feel like, we should I, be. I, I think he's right about. But we saw so many. We saw 30 minutes of Reggie Jackson, which means yeah. there was a fair amount of time when we weren't covering the right guys. I I just think that the the biggest thing is is I I don't know why there's any reason unless you consider Paul George Paul George a guard why there should be two guards on the floor for the Clippers. Uh, Love it. Like even Love it. I, I honestly what like you're saying not not multiple guys. Uh, I mean like <laughs> even if we're even if we're in second team minutes at this point you're at a point where guys I'm sorry like they can't really even get rest because uh, we have to risk we have to risk it just to get a win out. Um, we can't win if Kawhi scores 41. He played 41 minutes tonight. He played the yeah. same amount of minutes as he goddamn scored. Yeah. And we still like god damn man. So the other thing that we have to address before we go to the break. Oh, we have uh, to address this. Why did we choose this matchup? We chose this. This was our own fault. I've never seen anyone put together like a, like a weird gun loaded as slow as they have and just shoot themselves in the foot on purpose. Yes. We knew. So... When you choose a matchup like this, because this matchup was between the Mavs and the Blazers. That's what it was. Damian Lillard can score as well as Luka Doncic. He can score as well as Luka Doncic. But he's not as tall. He's not as tough of a cover defensively. He's not the triple-double guy. He scored his least amount of points all season against any opponent against the Clippers. We have his number. And I just don't... I, I truly do not understand it. And, like, look, I can chalk that Rockets loss up to rest... I cannot chalk the Thunder sure. one up. No, the Thunder one up. Turu took 21 field goal attempts. Yeah. And it, you know, if he would have taken five less. Yeah. We'd be, theoretically, going up against an easier opponent. And that's not respect to the Blazers, but compared to the Mavs, the Mavs, we saw it in the regular season. Yeah. Our trouble, like, I ju- it just makes it so much more frustrating to be I, like, dude, right, we dodged the Lakers or whatever in this bracket. But I don't think smash that, cut to being I, down to us. I gotta be honest, I don't think that was the strategy. I really don't so think So like that, what was then, right? Because I, I would I, I guess prefer that. I think that because of the playoff data, I, I mean, this is still what I'm inclined to believe, and maybe I'm insane, but like I believe that because we of the Daily Clippers podcast, we are both absolutely insane. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, I I just believe that like because of having six previous playoff games, that they thought that they could do something. You know, I th- I, th- I think that they thought that maybe there was something mm-hmm. uh, different going on there. 
just because I, I don't see, look, man, just with what happened last year, I don't think that this team's thing was like, we're going to try to play the long con in the standings. I, I just really don't. Yeah, no shit. I, I really don't. Um, and I was looking to this game to be like, okay, so this is the game to see the Tyloo adjustments. This is the game to see why this was the matchup that we preferred. Yeah. And what I saw was we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. The matchup that we're seeing right now is what a lot of people who watched Mavs and Clippers games was going to be, which was a brutally hard series. Yeah. I think we said the term, this is going to be a bloodbath multiple times on this podcast. I've said the four or five seed was going to be a bloodbath for... It's just like... <laughs> before, before we were even in danger of being in it. And it's a combination of the Mavs being very good at offense and the Clippers defense very clearly not having any time with a full version of what a playoff team's going to look like. Yeah. Whew. Coming up, we're going to be talking the What You Say Wednesday poll, which involves people talking about what Clipper needed to step up. For the Clippers to have success, other than Kawhi and Paul George, spoiler alert, he didn't really step up. But first, Will, Built Bars, what are they? How do I eat them? What works? I'll tell you, buddy. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. Oh, yeah. And right now, the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than before. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors for those with allergies. The six new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Ooh, yummy. Unlike the Clippers performance tonight. Uh, but the thing is, is the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. You don't want your protein bar to fight no. with you. Big old pain in the ass. You want to dominate it. But Built Bars are also <laughs> sure. healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, they're low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. Get a little of this breakdown. What? Peanut butter. Flavor profile comes with 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams net carbs. Unbelievable. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. Delicious and good for you. Right now, we have a very special offer for our listeners. For a limited time, you can get a free cooler with purchase. Is that a limited drop? It's a very limited drop. Very exclusive. This is only while supplies last, so you're going to want to get on it. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And now that you're satiated, you should gamble. Which you should always do on a full stomach. Gotta do it on a full stomach. Honestly, do most things on a full stomach. Anything that that you have the option to. Great call. Shout We gotta go shout to Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. If you took the Clippers uh, in this game against the Mavs, you lost money, which is tough. Football might be over, but the NBA, uh, NHL, and MLB are in full swing. And the WNBA. Throw some money down. There's money to be won in the WNBA. Better Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bet. And it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit Use that promo code LOCKED ON. That's all capital letters, one word, L O C K E D O N, for your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Okay, so we're back with What You Say Wednesday, which, in case you didn't know, every single Tuesday we put a poll out on Twitter that's at Locked On Clips, in case you didn't know. It's a fun time, usually. 
Yeah, we wanna know what you think about a given subject. And this one is about the other role players. We wanna know which Clipper, other than Kawhi and Paul George, do you think is the most important to the team's playoff success? You were given four options, Marcus Morris, Avica Zubats, Nick Batum, or Rajan, Rondo, Chuck. What do the people have to say? Well, the people pretty much agreed. Marcus Morris um, uh, kind of ran away with this one. Uh, 56% of the vote. Avita Zubac, number two with 20%. Nick, uh, Rajan Rondo, number three with 19%. Nick Batum, number four with 5%. I mean, I, I agree with this poll. Um, I think Marcus Morris is very important, but I also think that's a bit of an issue. Yes. Right? Like, I mean, look. Nick see. Batum has been, so like, are we, could we maybe see a, put Nick Batum in the starting lineup, put Mook back on the bench adjustment again? Because Nick Batum has been head and shoulders better than Marcus Morris. Absolutely not. I don't think we'll you see that. You don't think so? Even from Tinker and Ty? Uh, no, I do not think that we will see that change in the starting lineup. Now, I would, you know, you could prove me wrong. That'd be fine. Uh, Marcus Morris had his struggles. He did still shoot 50% from three. The bigger issue was the foul trouble. Um, you know, he had to exit this game. And that you know, he was forced to exit this game. <laughs> that, that you know that that's a shift, um, and that's the thing with Marcus Morris is that you kind of have to take both sides of the coin for sure. With that, there is a little bit of volatility involved, um, and I think though, like, look on a good day, I mean, he's a good number three to have. Uh, yeah, 100%. but you know, uh, through two games. It has not really been a good day for Marcus Morris. No, it's been two pretty uh, pretty horrible nights. Uh, Step Back Tree, one of our favorite followers on Twitter. Shout out Ben, who does not want to go by Big Ben, despite that being his display name. The Clippers are 15-0 when Mook scores 17+. plus. Mm-hmm. While I don't expect, which is a great stat, by the way, great pull, Ben. Um, I don't expect Morris to score 17-plus every game, but... 15 would be nice. 15 would be tight. And also, like, there's situational shots, right? Like, this game this game was so frustrating because even when the Clippers were right in the mix, yeah, it still didn't feel real. And some so, of that comes from early shot making. And this is something we kind of left out and what we didn't like. Dude, the overall intensity, yet again. Yeah. Just lacking from the Clippers to start this game. Yeah, I, I got to agree. And I, I think it's um, the thing that has me down about this series has just been the difficulty that the Clippers have had to score. Uh, I mean, even in this one where they put up 120 plus, it just felt a lot more labored than what the Mavs were putting up. Um, even though this was only a six point loss, it just felt like at times they were able to cut through this defense and we were having to do a lot more work offensively for the majority of our points. What's the issue with, um, which I'm not, is that a mook issue? I I, I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm just not fully understanding. I will have to take another look at the tape and sort of, uh, sort of kind of break that down in a more, (laughs) in a more cohesion way. Uh, we got a couple days to look it over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like it's it's difficult, but yes, Marcus Morris is absolutely the most important other Clipper offensively. Um, but I would actually put Rajon Rondo at two. You and Arno, Arno Madafian said the same thing. I think that not having him play at least twenty minutes in this one 
um, is a little troubling. I'm hoping that it's not telling of a larger strategy. Look, I mean, if you listen to this show, you know that I wasn't immediately in on this trade. Uh, I, I certainly had my doubts, but Rondo has been good. Um, and I think that, you know, look, you you look at sort of our guard depth and where we're at. I, I, I don't see a reason for him to not be on the floor for 23 plus minutes. That's a good call. And it's weird. So now we're kind of in this conundrum where I agree with that. I also agree that Terrence Mann should get more minutes. Which I don't think I think fifteen or whatever you play. He should take Reggie's is the is the max that he should be playing. So I think so. Fifteen's fine, but if that comes out of Reggie's minutes, I'm a lot happier about it than if it comes out of Rondo or Bev's. Right? Like, because like man, Bev has also not been good. Who Bev? So I thought this game his swipes looked good. He got a couple steals. He had that block that was overturned, which was great. I mean, I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's. Kawhi's looked good. PG's looked good. No one else has really looked good. Just what's so fresh? Bev went one of four. Like he was a minus eleven, man. God like damn, man. I and, mean, and, no, and I can't. I mean, I can't even. And this was a right. loss, and so like the the plus minus numbers, you know, like they jump out at you more than a loss. They're, they're, they're not. I mean, they're not really great for anyone, you know. I mean, Paul George was a team worst minus eighteen, and I don't really feel like that's indicative of what his performance was on the floor. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but. I, I, to my eye, um, and once again, I'll look at the matchup data and stuff more before we do our next show, but like, to my eye, Pep Bev has not looked very good, and he has not been a plus contributor for this team in his minutes on the floor. And it's so frustrating because one of those reasons is because he's starting not on Luka, and then he gets switched on Luka, and it's just like, awesome. Go yeah. for it, dude. <laughs> like, Which isn't his fault, like... I mean, Luca has what? Doc so far. Luca has what? Four inches on him and yeah. 50 pounds? I mean, like. Doc Rivers so far, that quote we've all memed, so far it's been right. Is that it ain't going to be much different. So far, that has been correct. Yeah. Reggie Jackson might be the new Trez. Yeah. In terms of the, why are you playing so much? Yeah, absolutely. He, he, why is Reggie Jackson playing so much? Um. Nick Batum was great. Love you, game. Nick. Uh, Shout out to the Batum Italian. Nick Batum has been great these last two games. Yeah, I mean, he had a steal. He had three boards. He had an assist. I mean, he's a he great. Had, he's a better defender than who else we're putting on Luca. He like, had he had nine points. I mean, I think in an extra minute of time, he probably could have broken double digits. So I, you know, I don't know. It's uh, I, I I think that he is important to the Clippers' uh, overall success, but. You know, it also depends on, like, his playing time and how these rotations work out. And right now, I mean, it seems to me that the guard position is, like, really what needs to be sorted out. Um, and, yeah, maybe more Rondo is is an answer to that. Um, Less Reggie is definitely one of the answers. Yes. Reggie playing 30 minutes of a 48-minute game. Um yeah, I don't know. And then uh, shavings, that about wraps it up for this 30-minute uh, recap. Yeah. Whew. We hope we have a more fun episode for you guys, you know, whenever the Clippers play again, which I think their season's over. No, I'm just Clippers kidding. still could push this to seven. Look. But, like, it's, some, only, it's still two some, games. Some, we need to see some serious adjustments, and uh, we need to see, a, a, I mean, a much better defensive performance. Kawhi Leonard said it best in the postgame. It's not magic, 
We've got to come out and play basketball. Like I said, get stops. That's the name of the game right now. Let's get some flipping stops. Let's get two in a row. Clippers get two stops in a row at some points in this game. The Clippers win this game, but they just can't right now. Yeah. Credit to the Mavs. We said this was going to be a bloodbath, and boy, are we bathed in blood. Mostly the Clippers so far, <laughs> which is not fun. Thursday's episode, Thirsty Thursday, playoff edition, talking about what we want to see more of from everyone on the Clippers team from top to bottom, talking Steve Ballmer to the towel guy. No doubt some more adjustments talking from game two since the Clippers lost. Then, of course, whatever else happens uh, between now and then in Clipperland. We, so, look, we tend to get more listens when the Clippers lose. That's just how it goes. We cover the Clippers. You know, we know the name of the game. We get it. Where can these Schadenfreude listeners tell their friends to listen to our podcast? Tell your friends to listen to you know some, some just down Clippers talk. Oh, it's a fun on time. <laughs> on iTunes or the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. It works fabulously. Absolutely. As we mentioned up top, we do come at you Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. seven a.m. Pacific. Hey, even if it's a hate listen, we'd love to have your listen. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. I have been just Chuck. Usually I'm positive Chuck Mockler. Today I've just been Chuck Mockler. And I am <laughs> and continue to be William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you. <laughs>